We have our official attorney, Lisa Lanier, on the phone, as we do every week at this time for Lawyer Up. Two things to say about this, Lisa. Yesterday you were with us. Uh, we had a story yesterday about a uh, man who had only one leg parking at a Walmart, and they made him leave. Like He was parking in a handicapped spot, but the, he wound up getting in trouble, even though he had a handicapped placard. Do you remember this, Lisa? I do. Yes, you were on yesterday. Well, the reason we called you is because... In the middle of that, I said, get my lawyer on the phone, you know, just to sort of be exasperated. And Biggie took me literally, so he called you. And uh, I didn't even mean. You've uh, beaten Biggie into submission. I have beaten Biggie into submission so well, much. He said it and looked at me, and I was like, all right. <laughs> yeah. So that was an unscheduled, unplanned, unplanned. unwanted? That was, that was perfectly okay. Well, and you did confess, you know, on the air to having done this with the Yes, you know the placard of your mother-in-law. My mother-in-law. Maybe, maybe that's you did need me. Yeah, that's right. Maybe I did need you after all. That's right. Because when you were on the phone, I was like, "Well, who's on the phone?" Biggie's like, "What's Lisa?" <laughs> oh, why? <laughs> you said I didn't say I anything. <laughs> I know. He heard attorney is like Pavlov's dog. Yeah, he just did. <laughs> he's like, "Get my lawyer on the phone," and by golly, he did. Well, because mm-hmm. sometimes if I don't react, then he goes into what I call like his charades mode, mm-hmm. where he's just doing weird symbols to me. <laughs> <laughs> he does go into a yeah. mode. Yeah, you do have a charades mode. Uh, I, uh, I try to. to yeah. Uh, phone, phone, phone. <laughs> How do you Cut. say phone without saying phone? <laughs> Thumb and pinky to head. I give it's an acting challenge. I yeah. give him, uh, you know, some cues, some nonverbal cues. <laughs> oh, tell me to hang ten. Well, you know, and, and it was funny because he took, you know, thirty seconds to call you, and I was like, Who "Is Biggie calling?" In the middle of yeah. us being on the air, he just called. That's us. what you didn't hear either, Lisa. He's yelling at me because he's yelling at me again with signs. It's, Who is it? Who is it? Right. What's it like? <laughs> And I'm looking at it's one of those moments where like idiot both of us because I'm like you said to call Lisa you idiot and he's like who you calling in the middle of the show you idiot that's right poor Lisa and here she is dragged into the middle of this middle. I know I'm so sorry and she said she uh, has a head cold she apologized for her head cold she sounds like B Arthur to which I said good bring it you know perfect how I, like that. I know sexy right we liked also the look of your basil Thai beef bowl that you put up on the on your Instagram mm, yeah yeah, yeah you it was do. so good that's your best one yet. I agree. Good photo, good lighting, good angles. Beats that tofu uh-huh. monstrosity from a month ago. I have to tell you. I forgot about that. Next time I see you, I'm bringing you the tofu. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's a, that's yeah. a, th- a threat she's yet to carry out, but she might. Yeah. Let's get to the uh, stories here today. We had some uh, conversation about this. A skier who is in Vail. He's from um, New Jersey. In Vail. And uh, we've talked about this a couple of times now. In his mid-40s, like 46 years old, and was on the ski lift, the chair lift. Which it was improperly, the, the chair lift was up. Part of it was stored in the wrong position. So when he sat down, he actually slipped through the seat and wound up hanging himself. Terrible way to go. By his own coat. But yeah, his coat, and it restricted his chest and choked him to death, basically. So now people are saying, and I, my question is, there's a lawyer saying he had, absolutely has a lawsuit. Others are saying, well, there's an inherent risk in skiing and an inherent risk in riding even a ski lift, chair lift. But I think he does have a lawsuit. His uh, family does here, Lisa. What do you think about this? Because the chair was in the improper position. What do you think? Yes, yeah, so he does have a lawsuit here. The uh, the laws in Colorado are very clear that there are inherent risks in skiing itself. Mm-hmm. You know, like being being run over by a snowboarder or being you know or running into a tree or losing control, breaking your leg, whatever. Those are the inherent risks that that law is talking about. But the lift itself, I mean, and there are some risks in the lift itself if you are, you know, if you fall off it, if you, you know, if there's horseplay or whatever. But these lift operators cannot 
be negligent in the operation of the lift and then say, oh, it's a dangerous thing. You know, so yeah, right. um, here, if the seat, they actually already, the family already, I guess, has an expert on board who, or at least the newspaper consulted with an expert who does exactly this. He testifies in these kinds of cases. And he said that there were a couple of issues. One, of course, the seat just wasn't there. When he got on the lift to sit down, it just wasn't there. Right. It was in some kind of an upright position. The other thing they said was that uh, I guess they just dangled him there. Like they just hit a hard stop on the thing Mm. rather than allowing it to keep moving. And I guess they thought if it had kept moving, somebody could have helped him or something. Or he would, you know, he would have gone on to the next. Yeah, station or something where he could have, you know, put his feet down, but they just just dangled him there. Man, what a way to go. Well, it's just awful. Everything about it is awful. I think, uh, yeah, I think you get a big time lawsuit, but we got some calls saying it's not that uncommon because they turn the seats up so that the snow won't weigh them down at night. And then the next day you're supposed to turn them back down. But if you don't, you you have to clean them off. Yeah, you you don't have to clean them off. Exactly. He's actually the eighth person to die in that area. This just this ski season. We're going. We're going April first to mm-hmm. do some spring skiing, mm-hmm. and uh, there's definitely some risk involved in it. But I've never seen. I've never sat down on a lift chair and had it not be there, or ha- or have it be up and have to push it down or anything. That would be right. To me, that's pretty unusual. And when you sit down on a lift chair and it's like, oh wait a minute, it's not there. There's nothing you can do to stop it. You can't like jump off. Or, oh yeah, it's gone. You know, you're in it and it's yeah. taking off. Chris Tim, he's skied before. Well, I've never been it. on a lift quite like that. The one, the ones I've been on are just like. They're like park benches with yes. a, with a um, yes. a bar that comes down in front of you to hold. That's right. But you push the bar down. Yeah. But in this case, uh, I wonder. I mean, you're right. It's like a park bench, and this one is too. But it's just the the cushion right. is basically up. You know, it's, mm, right. it's terrible. Uh, the next story comes from uh, also a very famous case here. Uh, Vanessa Bryant, wife of Kobe Bryant, is ready to sue the helicopter company that took off with Kobe Bryant and the eight other people on board. Does she have a lawsuit here? Because they took off in heavy fog, of course. We all know the story about that. Does she have a lawsuit against the helicopter company for not grounding that flight, Lisa? What do you think? Yes, I think I think she does. In fact, I think it, it would surprise me if this helicopter company had adequate insurance coverage or assets to deal with what's coming their way. They knew this is going to be a very big payout for Vanessa Bryant and her children, her surviving children. Uh, this pilot was licensed only for VFR, which means visual flight rules applying, mm-hmm. which means that he was not licensed to fly in dense fog or darkness. He just that's just, it's a lower level license, and it and it's just it's where you haven't you haven't passed all the other certifications to be able to navigate without being able to see everything. Mm-hmm. And so it's very clear that someone with VFR licensing cannot fly in these kind of conditions. And he was previously disciplined for uh, this similar kind of behavior uh, for flying when, where, when and where and at a speed he wasn't supposed to fly. So the company not only has an issue with just vicarious liability for his negligence, they also have an issue for their own negligent retention of someone who was a reckless pilot. Man. Oh, and he God. was Kobe's favorite, though, too, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah. I mean, they became like buds for years. Yeah. Yes. And, yeah. He, and I would have thought he'd be the best pilot there. He's flying other celebrities around as well. Now, I did see in this article that one pilot says helicopter pilots violate that rule all the time. They feel they know they can fly in fog, even though they're not technically licensed to do it. And they zip here and there in 20 minutes and, and fly people around. Mm-hmm. You think that'll put an end to that practice, Lisa? No, you know, I think there's that old rule that your mama told you just because everybody else is doing it, mm-hmm. you know. That's right. Doesn't mean you you can do it. That's right. I'll tell you the backlash I saw online for this. I was shocked at the backlash. people saying, "Don't you have enough money?" 
for her uh-huh. suing. And, uh, you know, the defenders are saying it's not about the money. Of course. Yeah, it's about this. But that's what people are like. Mm-hmm. What are you doing this? Yeah. It's to make you? a point. Yeah. Is to put the. Yeah. Uh, but it, of course, in everyone's mind, they're like, it's about the money. I was shocked at the amount of back. I think she'd say it's to save lives in the future. Future. That's what. Yeah. She does, she's not saying I'm doing this for the money. Yeah. Especially somebody as wealthy as she is. Right. She's doing this yeah. For pure, you know. Well, put these people out of business. Unless it, the money's going to surprise me in the least if 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 she wins, if, if Vanessa Bryant wins and gives all the money away. Sure. Yeah. Or yeah. gives it to the other families. Yeah. And the other families may sue too. Don't you think that they'll I'm sure they probably will. Yeah, it could be a yeah. yeah, she's probably just leading the way. And some of those other families, you know, they were not necessarily wealthy. Like she was I mean, one was like I think a high school coach or college coach, wasn't right. she? Yeah. So he wasn't yeah. You know, not not nearly as wealthy as they are. So, yes, you might be just leading the charge for everyone. You're right. There's another case out of New Jersey today, and this one was interesting to me. There's a, a guy who lives on a golf club there, Manasquin River Golf Club in Braille, New, New Jersey, and he was trying to keep golf balls out of his yard. Apparently, they've reconfigured one of the tees there. And so because of that, more and more golf balls are coming into his yard. And then, of course, the golfers themselves come into the yard, and he doesn't like that. You know how that is done. I see signs sometimes that say, don't come past this point to get your golf balls. Your balls are mine now. Well, you guys are golfers. I don't. And Lisa, I think, does Lisa, do you golf? Yeah, yeah, I do some. I thought so. I haven't haven't much lately, but yeah, I used to. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you saw a sign like that, but your golf ball was 10 feet past it, wouldn't you walk right past the sign? Absolutely. And get your Titleist? Absolutely. Titleist, those are expensive. I play Pro V ones. I play Pro V one Bellata. Bellata. It's the only way to pull. It's a waste of money. You have a mashy. It's a soft. It's a soft covered ball because I like more spin control around the greens with your niblick. That's right. <laughs> Thanks to you, as why Tylist is so rich. You and people like you. That's right. I like more spin control. Yeah. I only play Pro V one. I need spin control. You can barely get it off the tee. I don't okay. need distance. That's right. I, I don't spin. need to be further out of bounds. Spin control. <laughs> <laughs> How far in the trees can you hit? These work well for Listen, me around the green Chris, when I get there in eight. Let me say this. I've only seen Kelly play around two yeah. rounds of golf. Nearly killed my family. You saw that. <laughs> First one. Oh, no. Nearly killed a professional golfer. Second one. All right. Now, <laughs> now I'll tell you this. Here's another thing, Christy. Not only would I walk into the yard to get the ball, I'd play it from there. Yeah. <laughs> I would. Leave yeah. A divot. yeah, I'd leave it. Divot. Play it where it lies. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not taking a penalty. Spikes everywhere. <laughs> Hard spikes, too. I've done it. Well, those yards have nice grass. You can hit right off of it. Oh, yeah. It's better than the fairway oh, sometimes. i got a good lie over here. Yeah. This is pretty good. After she bounces off the sliding glass door. Oh, yeah. I've done it many times. Now, uh, this guy, instead of putting up a sign or whatever, he put up a 65-foot by 130-foot netted structure that will bounce the balls right back into the fairway. That's huge. Yeah, it's, it is enormous. And it's kind of, I picture it kind of like a trampoline, a real tight net, so that when it hits it, it doesn't come anywhere near his yard. And it goes... Oh, the things you see at a driving range. Exactly right. And so it, it yeah. hits them back out into the fairway or back at least onto the course. But now the city has said, this is against all our ordinances and you can't have it. He's had it over a year and he is saying, oh, he's taking this to the next level because he's sick of picking up golf balls and he's sick of his yard being torn up by golfers. I think he does have a good point because it wasn't that – I mean, yes, he lives on a golf course, but they reconfigured one of the holes and it used to not get so many balls and golfers in his yard. Now it does. What are your thoughts on this, Lisa? Is he going to lose? Yeah, he's going to lose. You yeah. know, you can't fight City Hall. It's the, right. town, the town has all these rules about – you know, they're trying to make it – it's one of these upscale – you know – you buy into this golf course community, mm-hmm. you buy into all their rules and regulations, and they have all these rules about what they're calling it is a fence. They're saying that this is a 65-foot fence, because I guess it's not entirely net. Like you said, it's kind of a combination structure. Yeah. And he actually applied to the town 
through their normal you know channel to see if he could build it, and they said no, and he built it anyway. And now they've ordered him to take it down, and he'll be held in contempt uh, later in March if he doesn't take it down. I think he's got till mid March to take it down. Well, so that I mean, it'll be interesting to see. But there's actually three lawsuits that are flying around out there. He has he's appealed his underlying application to build the fence. Then he has sued civilly the town, and then there's this criminal type quasi criminal proceeding where he could be held in contempt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dang. that's uh, I mean mm. to go to the town, have him say no, and then still build it. That's pretty brazen yeah. on his part. I, he's got and his neighbors job. are furious. The neighbors commenting on some of these articles. I mean, the neighbors are just said, this guy is just, yeah. you know, he's right. kind of, it's just wacky and it's really ugly. And, it, you know, they all bought into this beautiful golf course community. And now they've got this guy building this yeah. giant, ugly thing. Yeah, I wondered how they turn because they don't like the uh, the sight of it, of course. It's an eyesore, but they probably get golf balls in their yard, too, you'd think. At least he does. All right, I figured he would lose on that one. I think Hillary Duff is going to lose on this one. She, We've talked about her a couple of times now. She was at her son's football game. The son is seven years old. A guy came around with no affiliation with the league, the team, the players, anything, and started taking photographs of her son and all the other players' action shots of the football game, the seven-year-olds. So she went up to him. She thought he was – Hillary Duff's pretty famous and thought he was a member of the paparazzi. She asked him to leave. He said, what I'm doing here is completely legal. They got into a big fight. She said, well, I'm going to put this up on my Instagram. I've got 15 million followers. Let's see what they think about it. Some of them came down against her because the man is black. They said she was being racist. Now, she wants this law to change, that you're allowed to take pictures of kids in public. Do you think she'll have any luck changing that law? Where do people stand on this of – of photographers or anybody taking pictures of people in public without their knowledge or without them wanting their picture taken. What do you think, Lisa? Oh, it's the it's the overwhelming majority rule that if you're out in public, it's fair game to take your picture as long as it's not reproduced for a commercial purpose to make money off you. You know, because you have the right to control your image for advertising type purposes. But you can be photographed, and you know it can be published. It can be you know mm-hmm. used in whatever way somebody wants to use it for. As long as it's not a place where you have a reasonable expectation of privacy, like a bathroom, mm-hmm. like a public bathroom or a public locker room, you can't do that. Right. But, you know, she's out in public, and it doesn't matter if it's kids or it's adults. So I don't think she's going to have a lot of work in getting that changed. I mean, it's it's unfortunate. Once in a while, somebody like this comes along and is really creepy about it. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's it, more commonly it's. It's adults that are being photographed out in public. And, and, and what is the reason for the law being the way that it is? I mean, why would people be against changing this law? I think it's just the idea that if you're out in public, you don't have that expectation that it's a private space. And mm-hmm. so if someone is taking a photograph, say, of a beautiful park, you know, mm-hmm. they don't want to have to go and get everyone's permission right. that happens to fall into that photograph. Yeah, Kristen, I've done it. It's impossible to get everybody's permission. Yeah, I tried. Yeah, they're all. <laughs> That's yeah. typical. At the Eiffel Tower? Forget about <laughs> it. Forget. You're in my photo. Can I have your permission to use it? <laughs> Get away from me. <laughs> no, you right. can't. Well, we, I've forgotten what grits. we're... Yeah, grits. Grits. Grit wrestling. Grit wrestling. Uh, we've actually talked with the candidate in question here, Lisa, to finish up with this. Now, he did call and say that this was not the case, that it was for promotion. That's right. I, a promotion. It was a promotion, okay. not for a not promotion. For, let's let's uh, assume he was accused of uh, owning a tattoo parlor, running a tattoo parlor, and having two employees wrestle in grits to see who would get the promotion. Now, he says that's not true. But Dave said, let's say you did that. Let's say you called two women in and said, you both do a great job. I can't decide who to promote. I'm going to have you wrestle in grits. If you're willing to. If you're willing to. And completely something Dave would do. Right. (laughs) To see who gets this promotion. 
Is that legal to do if they're willing to do it? And can you run your business the way you want to? Well, no, I think they would have a hostile work environment claim that that's, you know, sexual harassment to do that. Yeah. Because he's not asking male employees to wrestle in grids, you mm-hmm. know, and he's, I, and I'm sure it's, you know, it's purely for, you know, sexual gratification that he's doing that. And so, I, yeah, no, I think that's, Wouldn't you know, I mean, unless you were, unless your business was, you know, somehow you had some sort of an entertainment thing where, you know, they're there for a while back in the late eighties, people were doing a lot of like uh, pudding wrestling and jello wrestling and stuff as part of entertainment in, in some venues. I've emceed uh, both of those, pudding, mm-hmm. jello. That's how I got this job. Coleslaw. Yeah, coleslaw I've done. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> so if that's, you know, if that's your business and, mm-hmm. you know, that's that's what you're in the business of doing, then, yeah, that's different. But this is a tattoo parlor. It has nothing to do with yeah. wrestling and grit. All right. If I wanted to promote one of them and I said, ladies, you're both doing a perfect job. I don't know how to promote you. I'm just going to flip a coin. Is that okay to do? Yeah, that's okay. I thought so. I thought I thought as much. I don't know about that. Sorry, Dave. Cancel the grit wrestling. <laughs> We're not doing it. <laughs> mark it out. That is not happening. Oatmeal. It's all out. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> Cream of wheat. Oatmeal. Don't forget about it. Wartina. No. Arena. <laughs> Arena. Stop substituting breakfast foods. We're just not gonna. <laughs> Pop tarts. <laughs> Scrambled eggs. Do it. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> we got to go back to drawing board, boys. Lazy <laughs> for Tata. <laughs> That's high class. Lisa Lanier, our official attorney of this program, will be back with us again next week for any case we come up with. Unless and until Kelly says, get my lawyer on the phone. I might say, get my attorney on the phone. (laughs) Yeah. I think you don't know how to take it now. Well, next time I won't. You'll be like, what'd you do? Those are your cue. (laughs) (laughs) Idiot. You can't win, Biggie. Lisa, I hope you get over your head cold, although I love your voice. Absolutely. Thank you.